Grown A Geeks proudly presents Gag on these balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves and may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grown A Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we will be covering the MLB playoffs, talking about who's doing what, when, where, why, and how. We'll be talking about the NBA Finals, as there looks like it's going to be a quick wrap on that series. And then we will be following Tony's suggestion for our top five group. We're going to start jumping into the NBA, talking about the top five point guards to do it. Make sure to scan that bottom left QR code if you want to check us out on Facebook in Grone Geeks. Or if you want to just check out our YouTube video content, head on over to that QR code on the right. Send it to YouTube. And if you just want to listen to us as an audio only, hit that anchor.fm slash Grone Geeks to find us on so many networks. It is absolutely crazy. Let me just list them for you. Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts. Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and where I personally listen to us on Spotify. We are great as an audio. You will love to listen to us as you head off to work in your traffic, as you're winding down from your day. Hell, maybe even listen to us while you're relaxing in the shower. We are Grown A Geeks. We are here to visually and please you audio-wise. Without further ado, we will get into Gag on These Balls with Brent and Tony. How are we doing today? Good, just watching the game. <sighs> Which game are you currently watching? Watching the A's and the Houston Astros. What really are they going? Are we in? They just ended the eighth. Oakland is up nine to seven. And they are fighting for their playoff lives at this current. And moment, they folks. just they just escaped. An inning because the Astros had second and third. <laughs> <laughs> they literally just escaped that inning. Oof. Just Josh Reddick struck out. Uh, All right, so let's talk about baseball. We're doing baseball first, right? We are doing baseball first, sir. All right, so we, what game you want to start with? Does it matter? Let's start with the American League series. Who we? Four, what four teams do we have left? We got Tampa Bay. Boo. Oakland, nah. Houston, Ooh. and you may see who great, we're rooting for. The greatest team of all time. The New York Yankees. So the Rays and the Yankees series is tied at 1-1. They play, what, 20 minutes maybe? 20 minutes from now, folks. We've turned and, the game uh, off so we can entertain Focus you. on y'all. But we're not gonna say how long it's gonna last because we do have phones. <laughs> Mine is not and right to now. <laughs> like we said, Oakland is fighting for their playoff lives, being a number two seed, getting beaten by two games right now by the number six seeded Cheetros. Oh, Astros. I'm sorry. Mm, don't need to apologize. The Astros cheated twice, so uh, they took us out last year cheating, which we should have won. <sighs> I will – okay, the only minimal shred of credit I will ever give them is in that game, regardless if you know what pitch is coming, do you know how hard it is to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball 
It is. Exceptionally difficult. I will say All right. they did okay for that. So Houston took game one ten to five. They took game two five to two. Right now they're down nine to seven. And it just started at the top of the ninth. So fighting for their lives on the athletics. It's the win. best of five series, folks. They gotta win today, tomorrow, and Saturday. So whoever so. wins tonight, it almost doesn't matter unless you're the Astros. Almost doesn't matter. Because the Yankees and the Rays are the more competitive series. We're tied one game apiece going into game three. Can we just talk about for a moment, what in the hell was Aaron Boone doing? You just ruined our 21-year-old phenom's confidence. He had one inning. He gave up one hit. It was a homer. But you just yanked him like that for half of his trash. Half should have left me. He was doing good. Should have left me. Should we will trade away J. A. Hap for a bag of peanuts and a Taco Bell like, cheesy gordita crunch? If you'd have gave him four solid innings, win or lose, give him four solid innings, he, it, I think he would, it would have worked. It would have worked. Wonders for his confidence because we have Garcia wrapped in a contract for the next five years on a very team friendly deal. Why yep. the hell are we letting Hap pitch when he's going to be a free agent next year and hopefully retires? I will say that we did hurt ourselves a lot because they did strike us out 18 times, <laughs> which is a postseason record. I mean, damn. Glass now is a stud. We're not taking that away from him. He had an impeccable year. Plus, but his fastball been... changeup curveball combo is ridiculous. His curveball will start at the top, end up down here. His changeup starts here, ends up all the way over here. And that 100-mile-an-hour – well, okay, it's not 100-mile. It's a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. That's still Look, ridiculous. Anything, uh, anything above 95 is ridiculous. Because once it goes above 95, folks, you cannot see the seams in a baseball. You can you still pick up 90 to 94. As soon as it hits 95 and up, it's just a blur coming at you, and that's terrifying. Hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do athletically in any sport. I'll say it. I don't know. Have you ever tried to jump into one of them ribbons, you know, like the Olympic thing? I tried that. My daughter had to do it. And my knees hurt for like three days. <laughs> are you referencing to the age or just the lack of athleticism we currently are sporting? I think one and it's one and the same at this point. <laughs> I, think, I think my age kind of contributes to that. It just snuck up I, on you one day. I was an athlete, you know, in my twenties, but I don't even remember half the stuff I did in my twenties now. So, all right, back to back to this. But so Boone's boneheaded coaching is pissing me off. How can he not manage a bullpen when we have the best bullpen in baseball? I can manage this bullpen. It is so not hard to do. Only thing, only thing we had to do was hit four innings and then give it to the bullpen. That's all we had. To do. And can we keep talking about Giancarlo? No. He's going to be totally unvilified in New York as long as he keeps hitting home runs in the postseason. I mean, everyone will say it's completely like... worth it. That second home run was jacked into orbit the first one was, I was like eh, damn. barely got by but the second one you just saw it off the bat you're like oh where the hell is that yeah, landing i don't yeah that's the one the outfielders just say all right whatever because as an outfielder when your pitcher gets jacked folks you're supposed to do a courtesy jog just to be like oh yeah i can get it i can get it as it this flies right over this one they just, just like, stopped and watched just oh shit where is like, this going 
All right, well, it ain't coming down in the park, so go ahead and get another ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, we're not getting that back. All right, back to it, back to it. We're still we on topic. Lot, we, got, we got a lot to cover. <sighs> okay. So let's jump to the National League. You got the Braves and the Marlins. Atlanta won today and is currently up 2 nothing. Then you got the Dodgers and the Padres. And the Dodgers won, and they're up one game to nothing right now. And it looks like, honestly, if I had to give an early, early-ass prediction that the Dodgers might sweep Padres. They might sweep them. <laughs> the Dodgers the are just that good. It's not like a knock against the Padres. The Padres could beat any of the other two teams playing, but... The Braves Dodgers. might sweep the Marlins. I mean, they're they're rivals, so they know each other very well. You're going to have to listen to a lot of fireworks. A lot of fireworks. No. They don't, they don't waste fireworks on an empty stadium. Oh, yeah, because they're playing in Texas and California, right? Those are the two no, sites. they're here. Oh, they're they here for be. now, but they're for the championship, they're moving to Texas yeah, they and California. Won't, yeah, they, they won't be here. So I haven't heard any fireworks. Eh, it's not interrupting your traffic flow, so you're good to go. My PSD thanks me for that because it's not a lovely thing. No, probably not. So – I'm still predicting the Dodgers and the Braves to meet. And I'm going to actually swing. You convinced me to go back to the Yankees because I think, like I said, if we play our game, we can beat them. The first game, we played our game. The second game, not so much. We, our offense was still there, but Boone's boneheaded coaching is going to cost right. him his job. If they lose to the Rays in this round, he's fired. He, he it's just be. how New York is. It's, you know. And I'm sure there's a couple managers that would absolutely love to coach for the Yankees. Speaking once you put that on resume, fire Dan Quinn has once again reared its ugly head. All right, back to top. Stop it. Stop it, Frank. So, I am completely on track, but right now, if things played out the way we predict, I could be absolutely right for the National League. I would have the two champions of the Dodgers and Braves correct. I mean, that's, I picked that too. So The American League, I only get it if the Yankees get it because my White Sox got eliminated by your pick, the Athletics, because you had the Rays cool. playing the Athletics. So right now, right. if those series has complete upsets, you will have all four across the board, and then I'd have no choice but to concede. Right, but I'm I'm thinking we can the Yankees can actually win six, seven games. Well, it depends on Tanaka. Tanaka comes out like he's an ace, then we'll be fine. We just need stronger starts. We need to keep J.A. Hap off, off the, the field. field. Just don't, don't even put him in the bullpen. Just Not even know. in the clubhouse. Have him outside directing no traffic. Just have him stand on the corner like a two dollar prostitute. But I don't. Yeah, I don't want him directing traffic because he's going to get people killed. He's he's just awful. He's, All right. So runners yep. on first. So the Athletics um, are looking to put more runners up. Yeah, but Grossman just struck out. Conha, I think that's his name, is on first. Mark Conha. Come back to me. Yeah. Come back to me. Pay attention. I'm sorry. Okay. We are let's, going to move firmly along to yeah, the let's do NBA this. Finals. And this will be quick because... It's a wrap, folks. It's a wrap. We called it. We said Heat in, in what, five? Heat in five. That's what we said. Well, no, and Lakers in five. Right sorry. Lakers, Lakers in five. five. I'm sorry. It's, it's right now 3-1, so... We also called that Anthony Davis would be the best player on that damn team. He's the best player in the building. Period. Jimmy Butler this, is the second best player in that series. He's out averaging LeBron, outplaying yeah. LeBron, LeBron, and doing more with yeah. less. 
Yeah, he's doing more or less, but LeBron is still throwing up almost triple double. So I can't hate on what he's doing. We're not hating on what he's doing. We're just putting the people who want to put the GOAT conversation because of the series to bed. Y'all need to shut up. They're going to come out. Once they win their titles, it's going to come back out. But look, AD, 69. He's hitting 61% of his field goals. 55% of his three-point shots. And he's 100% at the free throw line. That's what you want out your big man. Oh, yeah. All day, every day. And then while we're also touching on that, the only players to record a 40-point triple-double in NBA Finals history, the logo, Jerry West. Jerry West. LeBron James. Went back when he did it in 2015, Game 5. And Jimmy Buckets, Game 3. Oh, and it just ended. All right. Bottom of the ninth. Athletics moved on. And no, 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 no. It's still there in Houston. Yeah, Athletics moved on to game four. No, no, no. no. It's the bottom of the ninth now. Eh, I'm calling they still it. Gotta, they still got to get three outs. It's a wrap. They might, they might do a Falcons fold. You just don't know. And then I'm going to give one more shout-out for the NBA Finals for Tylo Mahero Academia. Most three-pointers made by an NBA rookie all time with 45. He passed yep. Matt Maloney, who had 43. Michael Porter Jr., who had 34 in this 2020 playoffs as well. Manu Ginobili was a fourth with 28, and Daniel Gibson had 27 back in 2007. Can we just say Manu? Just Manu. Manu, the bat killer. Ginobili. Well, bat swatter, actually. He didn't kill it because he doesn't believe in animal violence. Manu, I don't care if my hairline is seeing like LeBron, I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> oh, boy. Stop so, it. We did it again. NBA Finals, we'll be wrapping up next game. We're calling it There's No Hope Left. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tomorrow night tomorrow in night. Florida. Without further ado, do you want to start the top five point guards, or do you want me to go? And then you go. I brought honorable mentions along. I figured I he would be more well versed. I got four honorable mentions for my top five. I got five. Mine might actually. I mean, you know what? Let's do this. Let's let's just go back and forth. Give me your five, and I'll give you my five. Okay. For let's, let's number see. five, I'm going to start in Los Angeles. I'm, oh, you better not. I'm going to start in. You better not. I'm going to start with the logo. Okay. Jerry West. 27 points per game, 5.8 rebounds per game, 6.7 assists per game, 47% field goal percentage, 81.4% free throw percentage. They didn't have the three-pointer at the time, so that percentage was not tracked. He was a 14-time All-Star. He was the 69-70 scoring champion, 1971-72 assist champion. He was a 71-72 NBA champion, where he was a finals no, he was a Finals MVP in 69. He was a Great. 12-time All-NBA, 5-time All-Defense, and 1971-1972 All-Star Game MVP, back when those actually meant something because people actually played hard in the All-Star okay. Games back then. I'm starting so, at number five with the Lake Show. All right, well, can I, I need to jump on your number five because I actually had him number three. Okay, jump on. So you mentioned everything, but I need to put something out there. That's gonna shock a lot of people. It's you, we so I shouldn't be shocked. We always harp on LeBron, 
about his finals record. Jerry West had a worse record. Him, Elgin Baylor, and who was the other one? Just one more. It, it was a couple. It, he went to nine NBA finals and only won one. One. And he's still in the logo. So he would, yeah, he's my number three, but basically everything you said, yeah. But it also, he was the he was a first round pick, second overall for the Lakers, and he was behind the big old Oscar Robinson. He, Oscar Robinson was the number one pick. So Jerry West, Hall of Famer, and the logo. Yeah, couldn't go wrong with anyone. Who do you have as your number five? This might shock a lot of people, but I don't care. I saw this guy play, and just to watch him run the pick and roll was a thing of beauty. I know exactly where you're going with this. As soon as you said pick and roll, you know. You knew it was coming, and you could not stop it. My number five is John Stockton. So he was a first-round pick, number 16 in the first round. And a lot of people were like, well, wait, if John Stockton's so good, why is he so low? Because this draft was loaded. You had Akeem Olajuwon. You had Michael Jordan. You had Charles Barkley. And then you still had good role players like Otis Thorpe and Kevin Willis. This draft was deep. Why is he my number five? He set the NBA record for assists and steals. He Which will never be broken. Never, never. be broken. Almost 16,000 assists, over 3,000 steals. He had the most assists in one season. He averaged almost 15 assists a game. That'll never happen again. No. He had 28 assists in one game. One game he had 28 assists. And he had 24 assists in a playoff game against the Lakers in 88, back when they were solid. But you also had Carmelo with him. Mm-hmm. The perfect pick and roll tandem. Perfect. You you know it's coming. Like I said, you couldn't stop. Hall of Fame, ten-time All-Star, nine-time All-Star champion, two-time Steel champion, eleven times All-NBA, five-time All-Defensive. He was the MVP, ninety-two, ninety-three. He played and started all games when he was forty-one. He had a long That's, career. He had a long career. So. That's my number five, and yeah. Your number five Uh is my number four. I had Stockton up there. You started to think too much like. John Stockton had only 13.1 points per game. Yeah, he won at a score. 2.7 rebounds per game. Also not good. (laughs) However, over his career, he averaged 10.5 assists. For his career. And his career was long. The big double digits. He had a 51.5 field goal percentage, 38.4, three-point field goal percentage, 82.6 free throw percentage, 10-time All-Star, 9-time assist champ, 2-time steal champ, 11-time All-NBA, 5-time All-Defense, and he had an All-Star game MVP in 92 and 93. And he would have had a ring... If he didn't run into, guess who? 
The Bulls. The Bulls. <laughs> Bull, the Bulls stopped a lot of people. Because <laughs> Stockton Malone would have run, would have won a lot of rings had they not been playing that team all the time in the finals. And, and for y'all to know, when we say he had a long career, he started in 1985. He did not end his career until 2003. That longevity. Hey, side note: Athletics just won nine to seven. Okay, they they have life. They're on life support still. We have They're not pulled the plug. One. And another yeah, side note about John Stockton: He was oh, born in my hometown of Spokane, Washington. We were born same city. He's nice. a Washington-born basketball player, which is. Washington's actually a better area for breeding basketball players than I had originally anticipated. They have a lot of young studs running around, but uh, John Stockton, my number four, running that beautiful pick and roll with Carl Malone. Nice. Okay. Let's hear yours. So my number four, he's more current. I honestly, I couldn't leave him off. I feel like he's higher. Oh, he's higher. That's Steph. That's Steph. Steph Curry. Wardell Stephen Curry the second. You you can't deny what this guy has done in his career. Which is still going. Still going. He started in 2010 and he's still going. First round pick, number seven overall. I want you to tell me how these other teams would have fared if they not had, had not drafted. Blake Griffin, L.A. Clippers. Oh, if you had Curry on that team next to CP3, oh, my gosh. Hashim the beat. <laughs> Whatever he did, he went to the D-League. Nothing. Memphis. <laughs> wow. Mm, now, <laughs> here we go. If OKC took Curry instead of Harden, would they be, Westbrook, would they, Curry, and Durant. and Durant. We already saw what Durant and Curry can do together, but now you add Westbrook. Whoo. Now, Sacramento took Tyreek Evans. He was a man. Nah. He's not a bad player, but compared to Curry, nah. he was a good role player. Sacramento wouldn't have done yeah. anything with Curry, though. Then you had Minnesota with the Ricky Rubio pick. Oh, my God, what a waste. Minnesota is obsessed with foreign-born players. It has been had, their MO. And then you had whoever the hell Johnny Flynn is. <laughs> <laughs> also drafted by Minnesota. Back-to-back picks, and they missed on both of them. <laughs> both, they had, both point guards over Curry. They could have had Curry over anyone. They could have had Curry twice. It's like, we want Seth Curry and Seth Curry, just in case you're so, sure. Be sure. As of now, he was a six-time All-Star, and that's going to keep going. He was a scoring champ, three-time NBA champ, which I don't know if he can get another one on this squad. Not on this squad. I can get one. It depends on what they do next year for agency. Uh, he's a steals champ. He was on the all-rookie team, two-time MVP. Considered by me as one of the greatest shooters in, in, in NBA history. Top three minimum. I go with that. And he holds the record for three-pointers in a season in both the NBA and college. Curry, baby. That's how so he does. He's my number four. Now, what number was he on you? Because I know this is what's going to happen because he's about to just make everybody's <laughs> number. You're going to have to wait on him. Oh, uh, he's probably like number 201 with you. For number, number I'm going to skip ahead to number three, and we'll we'll come back to Chef Curry. At number three, I have Oscar 
Robertson. Big O. The Big O. 25.7 points per game. 7.5 rebounds per game. 9.5 assists per game. 48.5 field goal percentage. 83% for the free throw line. The three-pointer wasn't quite yet a thing yet. 12-time All-Star, 6-time Assist Champ, 1970-71 NBA Champion, 11-time All-NBA, 3-time All-Star MVP, 1963-64 MVP after winning the Rookie of the Year two years prior. For those of you who were not aware how good Big O was, he was built like LeBron way back soft. in the day. And not as soft. He had a grinder's mentality to go with a freakishly athletic body. And he could distribute the ball like nobody's business. And then if you're like, oh, we're going to cover the pass, he's going to put up 20 on you every single game. The big O was that dude. And many people who saw him play say he would have taken LeBron's lunch money in a one-on-one. Easily. Easily. Big O now, at number three. I will not. This is this is what's going to happen because I know who your number one is. You're, you do not big know o, my number one. I better. I'm gonna punch you in your neck. Look, your <laughs> big O, Oscar Robinson, was actually my number two. That's a fair pick. So, so you I, got I it three. I, you well, I mean, you already covered everything, but I just want to throw out that his first year to lead. He scored 30.5 points per game, and that's the third best ever by a rookie. So He's balling. And basically, we already touched on my number three, which is Jerry West. Oof, the logo. So, I mean, we basically saying each other's picks <laughs> in different orders. So. We both know sports, and that's what's coming back to bite us is because we – we know real recognizes real would be the nicest way of saying it. We know who did what and when and why and how they continue to dominate. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything else I can say about Jerry that you haven't because, yeah, we pretty much covered. Now, I will say that some considered him a shooting guard, mm-hmm. but he, he is listed as a point. Ten of his 12 seasons, he was listed at point. Two so of his seasons were listed at shooting guard. But that's what we're going by. Mm-hmm. Side note – Yankees. Bottom of the first, Yankees got a runner on first. Okay, we're the home team today? Yeah. Okay, we're the home team today. For my number two, you had him listed at number four. I had Steph Curry. By the time everything is all said and done, he'll be there. He could be number one. Curry might be able to get more rings than Magic. And the whole entire game of basketball was redefined by what Steph Curry could do from that three-point line. Before Curry showed up, the three-point line was a nice touch to have, but your offense was not generated to hit triples. You were get as close to the basket as you possibly could, get your easy two, move on. Yep. And then as soon as Curry started hitting the 35-footers, the 40-footers, the halftime, I mean, the half-court shots, he was... Just he was just raining buckets. Curry redefined the game, so he's currently at two. He still got a little bit of ways to go to catch number one, but twenty three point five points per game, four point five rebounds per game, six point six assists, 
47.6% field goal percentage, 43.5 field goal percentage for his career. Almost half the shots he puts up is go down from three, which considering where he pulls up and teams know where he pulls up from and he still does it is nuts. I can't even be mad at him at number two. 90.6% from free throw line, six-time All-Star, 2015 scoring champion. 2015 steel leader, three-time NBA champ, which he could get more if they have a healthy Golden State team moving forward next year. Six-time All-NBA. He was 09-10 Rookie of the Year, and he's won the MVP award twice. Steph Curry for the Golden State Warriors at number two. Who do you got at your number two? Now nah, you that I gave you my number two. It was Big O. The big old Oscar, which is really hard to disagree with. You're getting sidetracked. Are you going to have to turn that off? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I turned everything off so I could focus on the grown Fine. geeks because Fine. they want Fine. to listen to us on Anchor. Fine. They want to watch Fine. the video on YouTube. They want Fine. to be in group and have these conversations with us. Why are Fine. you ignoring them? Fine. I'm here. All right. <sighs> Unwillingly. So we basically have said everybody's pick except for this number one, which we agree we, on. We I, we better agree on. Oh, no, we know we it's a consensus pick. This it's one was easy. easy one for number one. All right, so I almost picked Curry at one just to nah. start a conversation, but oh, that I couldn't argument. have done it. It's that's, a blasphemy. That's not a, <laughs> it's blasphemy. That's, that's an argument. <laughs> so for everybody who wants to know, number one is Magic by far. Do you want me to list the stats? <laughs> I mean, we can go. We can go toe for toe on those. I mean, nineteen point five points per game. Yep. Seven point two rebounds a game. Eleven point two assists per game. Fifty-two percent mm-hmm. field goal percentage. More than half the shots he put up went down. He was thirty percent from three. He had an almost eighty-five percent free throw percentage. Twelve-time All Star, four-time assist champ, two-time steal champ, five. Time NBA champion, 10-time All-NBA. He was a rookie year in 79 and 80. He was a two-time All-Star Game MVP, three-time Finals MVP out of the five times he went, and he was a league MVP three times. Magic was that dude. And he was the first and youngest rookie ever to be named NBA, NBA Finals MVP. Not How old was he? Oh shit, I don't remember. Uh, I'm, old. I'm younger than you. And look, his rivalry a rivalry with Bird, things of legends. If you want to talk about rivalry, the Bird and Magic, Boston and LA rivalry yeah. then? No. And it, it was and it was annoying because every year in the NBA finals, if they didn't meet each other, one of them was there. Mm-hmm. LA might have got upset by somebody every night, you know. Boston might have lost. Like they might have lost to the Pistons. But they were usually meeting in the finals. It was like Golden State, Cleveland, but way or better. Any, or any team LeBron's on and he builds. Every single time. And also, we're gonna talk about how impressive he was as a rookie. Let's not forget the finals where he played. And Kareem was hurt, and he played all five positions in that one game. Every position he played, both forwards, both guards, and center. How tall was this man? 
six six or something. I mean, he wasn't a big dude. Six six playing all five positions, folks. Magic look, was damn good. Five. And they beat a 76ers team that had Dr. J and Mo Cheeks on it. It's not like he was fighting scrubs. They was going against a real team. <laughs> Magic Johnson was slapping Mo Cheeks. Now, a lot of people do. I love how you're running over that pun right there. I'm sure. really proud of that. All right, move forward. I'm not going to give you all the credit. He, he, he officially played from 1980 to 1996. But he stopped playing in 91 because he did test positive for HIV. But he didn't retire until 96 because back then he was still holding out hope that, you know, they had a cure or something. And then when he realized, okay, I'm I'm done. So, but that still doesn't tarnish everything he did. Of him. I want to say he, because I, I, I grew up watching Showtime. I did. And that's what they were. And a lot of people are like, well, like I had a conversation. One guy said, "Well, we talking about LeBron and how he builds super teams." And he's like, "Well, wasn't the Showtime Lakers super team? No, they drafted almost all of their starting lineup except for Kareem. They got Kurt Rambis free agency. Everybody else they drafted in house powerhouse. So it's not that's not building a super team. That's drafting like the Golden State Warriors did. The only free agent they got was KD. Right. They Everything else in house." Yeah, it's not like you, okay, I can't win here. Hey, you're a free agent too? Hey, let's go down here. None of that was a thing. You wanted to beat the best at their very best. You didn't want to join up with nobody. Magic, Bird, Barkley, Dominique, uh, Jordan. None of them. Jordan, of course, Jordan. They, even Isaiah, they was like, they did an interview and say, we didn't want to play with each other. We wanted to play against each other. Iron sharpens iron. The only one, the only time they wanted to play each other when they went on the dream team, and we saw what happened then. They, they destroyed, murdered they foreign destroyed teams. I'm so sorry. Everybody, it them. didn't matter who they put against. They destroyed everybody. How much did they win in the finals by? Was it, it was like sixty was like or seventy 60. points, right? Yeah, they was averaging fifty to sixty points a game in margin, and it's bad because the second best team in the Olympics was the bench for the dream team. <laughs> That was the second best team. You got to think you had your starters, but the people on the bench are also starters. They they ran they rarely put in different people. You would have Stockton on the bench, but then you have Magic and Jordan on the floor. But then, hey, guess what? Jordan go out. Here comes Stockton. Still a starter. <laughs> <laughs> still that dude. <laughs> he still. So yeah. Just but that's a whole nother thing. That whole dream team could have beaten any super team we made from any era. They were that, that the, damn good. The original dream team could have beat any of the other dream teams. By far. They might, they might not have won by 50. At least 20. It, it would have been 20 to 25. Because you just you can't discount the talent of today, but the tenacity, the, talent, the toughness, the and the then? mental intellect back then for the game of basketball was because when when Jordan and the greats, and even you know, when Dr. J played, you had to know you're going to get on the floor and you're playing the entire game. You have to be ready for a full contact game. This wasn't basketball like today where you got the floppers. If you flopped, then your own team went against you. They would say, "Hey, don't go sit down." 
The captains on those squads would sit you down. The coach didn't have to do that. That's what the captains were for. They would come to you and say, don't do that again. That's embarrassing. Sit down until you learn how to play. They, they had the no layup rule for a reason. If you wanted to play, you had to earn that win. And Defend the rim was the name of the game. There were it's no like, easy points. Wanna, it's like you talking about you got shot blocks today, or you look at it like I, another guy I was talking to, like, man, Patrick Young used to always get dunked on. Patrick Ewing was a shot blocker. His job was to block your shot. Why wouldn't he get dunked on? He's supposed to contest your shot. Because there are so many great basketball players that have been dunked on because their job is to defend the rim. You're going to get beaten every once in a while by some random dude somewhere. It'll Shaq's happen. Been dunked on. Shaq's been dunked on. Kareem's been dunked on. Uh, Robert Paris, uh, Kim McHale been dunked on. Shit, Magic been dunked on. Like even if you're a point guard, shooting guard, you get dunked on. It happens. It, it happens. It's especially now. I can understand if you get dunked on by the guy who signed a ten day contract. That's a problem. Mm. But they're still NBA caliber. I don't care how bad the team is, though. They made the team for a reason. Mm-hmm. So our I list think, was impeccable. Very well done. Was, was, now you want? Let's talk about the alternates. For my five alternates. Yeah. I, I had the point guard, CP3. Oh, really? No. Mm. I didn't put if it. you look I at the advanced metrics, his stats hold significant weight, and every team he's been on has been a winning team. Okay. So he but, had to get some mention there. I had our Canadian point guard, Steve Nash. He won two MVPs, dominated a couple teams. I mean, his career at the very end was bad. I will say that, but, I mean, still Steve Nash. Stop watching the game. Focus it. Focus it. I'm sorry. I had Isaiah. He was not getting excluded. He made that list. I had Allen Iverson make that list as well because he was a Warriors mentality from how small he was even for a point guard. That was my first cut. That was, that, that, that was number six. Right. My first cut was Isaiah. Yeah, that was my number six guy. And it was it was close. Because I had Isaiah as my first cut, AI as my next, and then I had CP3 after that. The next guy followed CP3 and was the glove, Gary Payton. Played for my okay. Seattle Supersonics. And then Nash was rounding out at 10. All right, so we agree on Isaiah, Gary, and AI. But I also threw in Nate Archibald. Come on. Way before my time. 72-73, my man. <laughs> 20 years before I was even a thought. My year of being born. He was one-time NBA champ. He had an MVP, scoring champ, Hall of Fame. But can't forget about Nate. Mm. Nate Tiny Archibald. You know, we agreed on so many damn things. And we you know agreed what? on all of them. All of them we agreed on. Do you want to know what everyone else can also agree on? What? That Not My Cup of Tea on Etsy and Facebook is Absolutely one of the highest qualities of any geek company we have ever found. They made our gorgeous mugs. Make sure to check them out. Make sure to shop around. They have amazing stuff. I'm personally going to be getting a couple sweatshirts made here shortly because I just love hoodies. And if you sell me on a geek hoodie, then I'm done. Just I'll throw away my wallet at you. Just That's what it does. And make sure also, folks, to check out Legacy Technology LLC, run by Roberto. Roberto. 
he's got he just opened up his brand new business for tech um his home setup is absolutely gorgeous i'm gonna have to talk to him about helping me with my setup for what i've got going on for growing geeks he knows his tech he knows his stuff he knows sports shortly we will be trying to get roberto into one of these shows have him introduce himself to you guys and talk about sports because he is that dude i've had many conversations with roberto about everything sports outside of group before i knew you know we were in the same group so he <laughs> called me out on it corrected me on a couple things so he knows some stuff like, don't what, take what him lightly heard? don't don't you let him what? sneak I'm, up on you i'm gonna find his trigger words and set him off so he can go off on a tangent is that like yeah. your goal because you almost got me you've almost got I, me i tried so bad to get you it all it almost worked but i, I got you now i know what to do now <sighs> I came back. I survived. But make sure to check out Not My Cup of Tea on Etsy. Make sure to check out Legacy Technology LLC on Facebook. Their website's still currently being built. It is that new. But from the quality I've seen, I would be proud as a Grown A Geek member to support that business. What you Grown A Geeks should also be supporting is subscribing to the YouTube page. You should be checking out our podcasts. All of our geek content on Anchor. We cover so many different platforms of stuff. You just want to listen to us? Go for that. If you want to watch us, go all the way over. Check out the YouTube. If you just want to have conversations with us, post some memes, get to know us, get to talk about what's going on in the geek community, Grown Egg Geeks, make sure to send a request. We'll vet it through. And then you can come join the fun conversations we have there. Tony, yep. do you have any final thoughts in conclusion? Fire Quinn. Tony still wants Dan Quinn fired. That is all he wants for Christmas. That's all I want. I, damn Christmas. I want it for Halloween. Nah. He's going to be your nightmare. He already is. 32nd <laughs> ranked defense. Go Yankees. Check oh, out yeah. Not My Cup of Tea. Check out Legacy Technology LLC. Magic Johnson's the greatest point guard of all time. All time. Peace.